Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program for people who want to learn how to build a second stream of income using real estate. We invest in everything from single family homes to big apartment complexes, self-storage complexes. Uh, We have active investing the majority of our members are passive investors and the goal of the members the students at Total Wealth Academy is to build a second stream of income that meets and exceeds their wants and needs that way they can quit their job if they choose to or go find a job they love whatever they want to do because their bills are all paid by the second stream of income and this is based off of Warren Buffett's point that you should never ever depend on a sole source of income, a job. You should always invest to create a second stream of income. And he wasn't talking about stocks or mutual funds or gold, silver, or crypto because they don't produce cash flow. He was talking about income producing assets like real estate. Today on LinkedIn and Facebook, I posted that I would discuss something that we touched on yesterday But it's extremely important because it came up again this morning. There are people on these social media platforms talking about high interest rates, low prices, and that this is a bad time to invest in real estate. And so what I did was I went to their profiles to see if they were qualified and guess what I found? None of them own any real estate. Not one of them. Now, I'm sure there's some out there that do, but by coincidence, the four or five that I checked, they were just financial planners. Um, that they, they had no idea what owning real estate means, and they certainly don't know what investing means. When a person says, ooh, commercial real estate has dropped 20% in value, don't buy, it's a big risk. That is without a doubt one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. So you're telling me that when real estate is on sale 20% below its value, you shouldn't buy it? And then they're going to come back with the fear-based statement, yeah, but it could drop 20% more. I don't care. See, these people are not cash flow investors. They're speculators. The only way they know how to make money is to buy low and sell high. That's it. It's all they know. It's the mantra of the poor and the middle class. Buy low, sell high. Only way they know how to make money. So in their brain, if you buy it at 20% below market, and it drops another 20%, they lost money. 
but you didn't. Unless you sell, which would be stupid, in the down market. See, if you go back to 2008, 9, 10, I tell the story all the time. 4,000 units between that, all my businesses, it was about 80 grand a month in passive income. Property values, my property values dropped 40%. Guess what my passive income was? 80 grand a month. Did I care that they dropped in value 40%? No. See, but a speculator would. Why? Because they don't make cash flow. They buy stocks, gold, silver, crypto. When it drops 40%, they're in trouble. They lost money. If they sold, they would lose money. Now, they could wait four or five years for it to come back, to get back to zero. But that's a speculator, a gambler. Buy low, sell high. Gamble that it's going to go up. Gamble that it's not going to go down. Speculation is gambling. When we buy real estate, even in today's market, did you know that we're getting 5 to 10% higher rate of return than we do in the up market? So these so-called influencers or financial planners, whatever you want to call them, whatever they tag themselves as, don't know what they're talking about. They've never done it. And here's the problem. You're listening to them. You're listening to them. You didn't go check out their profile. You didn't go find out that they don't own any real estate. They're just talking out their butts. And they're talking from a speculator's point of view, not a true investor's point of view who invests for cash flow. See, cash flow is the cake. Appreciation, going up in value, is the icing on the cake. It's the cake is cash flow. Just like Warren Buffett said, you should invest for cash flow. Build a second stream of income. Then when the market goes up, that's icing. Icing on the cake. But if the market goes down, it means nothing. You're still making your cash flow. So here's how I do it. Whenever I hear somebody talking, and I know some of you, you love titles. You think people with titles mean something. Titles mean nothing. It's results that mean everything. Now, is there anything wrong with titles? No. I'm very proud of any of you who have 
degrees, PhDs. That is a wonderful thing. But all it means is you set a goal and you busted your butt and you achieved the goal of graduating and completing the courses necessary to get that title. It doesn't mean you've done anything yet. It's just a title. See, if you show me a guy or gal with four titles after their name, PhD and whatever else, and you show me some knucklehead with no titles, the person with the titles, what are their results? Do they own an apartment complex? No. Do they own a self-storage complex? No. Do they own any single family? No. And the knucklehead over here <laughs> with no title owns 4,000 apartment units. Guess who I'm going to listen to? The knucklehead with no uh, titles. You know, the I pick on financial planners. I love financial planners. Many of them truly care about their clients. They're good people. But you must understand that the average financial planner in the United States makes 110 grand a year. And you go to them and say, look, I know you're not rich. I know you're not retired. But can you teach me how to get rich and retire? They can't help you. They're good people. They can't help you. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds, with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about, you know, titles mean nothing. These so-called influencers on the social media are completely unqualified to be talking about the stuff that they're talking about. I watched a, sadly, I was forced to watch it, this guy talking about Here's his strategy. Get a Roth IRA and save in it. Then invest your Roth IRA into um, index funds. And he just went through down the same thing that every financial planner says. And none of it is life-changing. You know, it's like telling somebody to save more money when they're living paycheck to paycheck. How do you save something you don't have? That's their advice. Save more money. Which means cutting out stuff, not enjoying your life, don't take that trip when you're young. It's all BS. And it ruins your life. What you need to be focused on is making more money. 
what are you doing to build a second stream of income for yourself and your family? Or are you going to ignore Warren Buffett? Oh, he's not qualified. <laughs> Warren Buffett is qualified. He's the type of person you should be listening to and imitating. What are you doing to make more money so that you can save? I'm not saying saving is not important. I'm saying it's impossible for the average person to just start saving more and suddenly become successful. You can't save what you don't earn. That's why building a second stream of income is so important. And I made fun of savers yesterday. These people that, you know, mow their own lawn, clean their own pool, drive across town to save a dollar on tomatoes. Stop wasting your time. Pay somebody to mow your lawn. And during that three hours, read books on how to make more money. You will never miss that $30 or $40 a week. You'll never miss it. If you study during that two, three, four hours it takes to do your lawn. Think about it. You got 52 weeks a year. Let's say it takes three hours to do your lawn. And instead, you spend three hours listening to books, going to seminars, do you realize that's 150 hours of training at the end of the year you will have completed? Do you think you'll be the same person a year from now if you train your brain on wealth for 150 hours this year? No. You will not be the same person. And guaranteed you'll be wealthier. Uh, ben Franklin, it's been said by a thousand people, but the best investment you'll ever make is in your own education. Self-education is the key to wealth because you're not taught it by your parents because you didn't have multimillionaire parents. You weren't taught it in high school because you didn't have multimillionaire teachers. And you weren't taught it in college because you didn't have multimillionaire professors you got to learn this stuff on your own so please everybody be very very cautious when you're watching the news listening to a news on on the radio um, looking at Facebook looking at LinkedIn any social media I would say well, based off my quick survey of five people, 100% of them are unqualified. But I, I really, truly believe that somewhere around 70 to 90% of the people on the news and social media are unqualified to be talking about the subjects they're talking about. It's just anybody can buy a $50 microphone and a $100 video camera and 
or they can just use their phone <laughs> and they're 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 suddenly a an expert it's unfortunate but that doesn't work so please be cautious as i said yesterday you you can completely stop watching the news more than one day a week watch it one day a week that's all you need in those other five or six hours spend it making more money if you don't know how to do it then study go to seminars but focus 95 percent of your time on making more money and spend five percent or less on saving scrimping missing out on life focus on making more money so that leads to the next discussion that I want to have and it's on a thing called the maturity continuum the maturity continuum and if you want to study this in detail um, the seven habits of highly affected people by Dr. Stephen Covey probably has the most effective explanation of the maturity continuum I'm gonna apply it to real estate investing but it's important that you read the book so that you see how the maturity continuum affects every part of your life not just the financial part so what you have are three levels of maturity you have the dependent level you're dependent on other people to survive you have the independent level where you depend on yourself to survive and then interdependent this one is very hard to explain because it sounds like number one but it's not interdependent is when you depend on other people to do better than you could ever do by yourself it's not dependent it's interdependent so let's first talk about the dependent stage. I think everybody understands when I say, when you were born, you were in the dependent stage. You needed your mom and dad to feed you, to clothe you, to transport you. You're in a dependent stage. Then you turned seven or eight, maybe 10, 12, and they started asking you to do chores around the house for a thing called an allowance. An allowance, a little paycheck, we'll call it. And so they said, look, if you'll, if you'll take the trash every day, um, do the dishes a couple times a week, maybe two, three. If you'll make sure your room is clean, we'll pay you a little paycheck, an allowance. That's a dependent stage of life. And they also start telling you to become independent. And they start telling you that as soon as you can pay your own bills, you'll be independent. So they tell you how to move from dependent to independent. And we believe it because we hear it. They're our parents. So 
we go to high school and we graduate so that we can get a good job. Some of you pushed yourselves, and you should be proud of this, through college. And you got a degree so you could get an even better job. And you go out and you get a job. And now, according to your parents, you're independent. You have your own job, make your own money, and you pay your own bills. Independent. Wrong. That's still dependent. See, if you're a little kid and you have to do chores to get an allowance or a little paycheck, or you're an adult and you get a job with IBM and you have to do chores to get a paycheck at the end of two weeks, what stage are you in? Still dependent. You're still like a little kid. You need somebody else to pay your bills. You need somebody else to take care of you. You're in the dependent stage. It's a misconception that having a job makes you independent. No, it's still dependent. We'll talk about how to get to independent when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about the maturity continuum and the fact that the reason 95% of Americans fail to retire by age 65 is because they never get out of the dependent stage of life. They're always having to suck up to the boss. Um, they've got to have somebody else take care of them. Give me, give me health insurance. Give me a 401k. Give me higher pay. And they're just dependent all their lives. And the sad thing is, they think they're independent because they were told that's independence. It's not independence. It's still the dependent stage. Independence is also known as self-employment. The independent stage is when you rely on you for your income. In the real estate context, this would be someone who goes out and buys 20, 30, 40 little rent houses or maybe one 40 unit apartment complex and the income from that real estate pays all their bills and gives them money for travel and romance and everything else they want in life. That's the independent stage. If you own a roofing business that's independent. You own a restaurant. You own a contracting service. Um, you're a doctor and you have your own practice or an attorney and you have your own practice. You're self-employed. That's the independent stage. And you really don't want to skip that stage. It is a wonderful 
feeling to be self-employed. Now, I'm going to tell you how to skip that stage, but don't feel like you should or have to. Independent or self-employed is, is so much fun. Just being able to do what you want, when you want, with whom you want, it's just a feeling that I'm so grateful to have experienced, and I guarantee you will too. You'll be so grateful that you took the plunge, that you believed in yourself, and you went out and did it. Now, understand self-employed versus interdependent owning a business. See, doctors, attorneys, roofers, contractors, and a lot of real estate investors think that they own a business, but they really don't. They're just self-employed. But again, I love self-employment. It's awesome. But they don't own a business yet. So doctors, attorneys, roofers, all you guys that think you own a business, listen closely to this. You only own a business if you can disappear for a year and make the same amount of money as if you were there. Think about that deeply. Doctors, attorneys, roofers, contractors, restaurant owners. If you disappear for a year and you make less money, then you're self-employed. And you need to make that distinction because of age, because of health, and the fact that we only get about 75 years here, you have to eventually move to interdependent where you do nothing. Your name is not on the org chart. Your name is not anywhere (laughs) except on the ownership that's it you don't do anything if you look go back I've got 4,000 apartment units right did I have a key to the front door of any of them no did I know the code to get through the front gate no did I know where they were no had I seen all of them No, but that cash flow came in whether I was in Europe for a year or Houston, Texas. That's a business, also referred to as passive income. And the wonderful thing about being self-employed is that you can turn your self-employment into passive income if you're smart. And you've got to be smart and humble. An example I'll give you was there was a restaurant over on Hillcroft, and I forget the name of it, but it was an Italian restaurant, fantastic place, just south of Westheimer. And when I would go there, the owner was always there. He bragged about being the owner. He'd come and tell you I'm the owner. Wonderful, wonderful guy. But he had a problem. 
ego. Arrogance. He didn't think that anybody else could run that restaurant the way he did. He didn't think anybody else would care as much as he did. He didn't think that anybody else would be able to do it. And sadly, when he died, the restaurant closed within, I want to say, a month. He made the mistake of not planning on succession and the arrogant belief that nobody can do it as good as me. And this is where most self-employed people get in trouble. They let their ego convince them that they're something bigger than they really are. And then they don't think they can ever train anybody. They don't think they can replace themselves. I'm telling you that's arrogance and a bunch of stupidity. So let me tell, let me ask you what you did. So you designed your business so that only you could run it? Do you think that was wise? Obviously not. See, it may take you five years to train your replacement. That's why you need to plan on succession today. I've got a friend, one of the, he's my neighbor, greatest guy I've ever, one of the greatest guys I've ever met. Um, This guy goes out of his way to help me anytime I have a problem with my house, uh, AC, I mean, just, you'd have to meet the guy. And you, you would literally go, does this guy really exist? I mean, he busts his butt to help other people constantly. And he's got this huge company, and he's thinking about selling it. I don't think that's the right thing. I think he should train somebody and keep 50% ownership of it and then get cash flow for the rest of his life. I met a guy in Mexico sitting next to him. We're drinking tequila, of course, and the conversation turns. He turns out to have been an entrepreneur that just sold his business, made $7 million. He goes, yeah, I put it in the stock market. Now it's down to five. What? Why did you sell the business? (laughs) You could have trained somebody to replace you because you know he was making them. If he sold it for seven million, he's making over a million a year. You could have sold it. I'm sorry, not sold it. Trained somebody else, paid him three or four hundred grand a year. You'd still be making seven hundred grand a year for the rest of your life. Doing nothing. See, so many people are flippers. And I'm not just talking about houses. He flipped his business. I created this badass business where I was making a million a year and I sold it. You did what? (laughs) See, when you say it like that, it sounds crazy, doesn't it? 
And oh, and let me hit the ego people, the arrogant people. I can't find good employees. Listen, if you hire a bad employee, that's them. If you hire two bad employees, that's you. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to hire. You don't know how to screen. You don't know how to train. You don't know how to take care of them. You're just terrible. And guess what you can do? Read a book on it and solve that problem. There are so many great people out there that are being mistreated, untrained, put into positions they're not qualified for with no training, and we go, oh, bad employee, bad employee. No, the boss was the bad employee. He didn't train them. He didn't spend time with them. He didn't invest in them. Yeah, just keep that in mind. I know I'm hurting your feelings. You hired one bad employee, that's them. You hired two bad employees, that's you. Take responsibility. It's you. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thank you so much for listening. an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about the maturity continuum, dependent stage, which very, very few people ever leave, and that's why they fail financially, because they're always dependent on their parents, then a corporation, a job, somebody else to pay their bills, somebody else to provide for them, and they get excited when their company has health insurance and a 401k. They're just dependent people. You got to get out of that. That mentality of somebody else take care of me the rest of my life just doesn't work. Then there's the next stage, which is independent, which is the self employment stage. I described the person with 20 or 30 little rent houses, or a 40 or 50 unit apartment complex, or a doctor, a CPA, a attorney that has their own practice, or a restaurant owner a roofer, a general contractor. There's all kinds of people that are self-employed. But the ultimate goal is interdependence. And that is when you're a roofer and you teach someone to run the business without you. Or you're a doctor or attorney or CPA and you teach somebody to run the business without you. You become interdependent. And interdependent is the ultimate goal. You do nothing and everything happens. This is passive investing. So a lot of you listening to me, if you were to take our course, our $500 Saturday class, you would learn 
to start with self-employment. This would be flipping, single-family rental, or maybe a small apartment. Some of you, however, have $70,000 or more sitting there. It's in an IRA. It's in a 401k. It's in a 403b. It's in a TSA, whatever the teacher's acronym is. You got it in a retirement account, and you think you can't use it to buy real estate. You can. IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, any retirement account can be rolled over into a thing called a 401 trust. And a 401 trust invests can invest in real estate without tax or penalty. So those of you with $70,000 or more can go ahead and skip self-employment and go directly to interdependence. This is when you put $50,000 or more into a passive deal. You do nothing. This is all I do. When I talked about owning 4,000 units, I was a passive investor. I didn't manage those properties. I didn't see them. I didn't get late night phone calls. I did nothing but read a document every quarter and deposit a check. That's interdependence. That's passive investing. So if you got 70 grand or more and you take my Saturday class, I will teach you how to skip from dependent directly to interdependent, where you do nothing and everything happens. And the sad truth is, we all have to eventually become interdependent because of age, because of health. I know this is harsh, but there is going to come a day where you either don't want to or can't work anymore. You better have an interdependent income stream or you're screwed. Or you're going to be sitting there with a chunk of money going, God, please kill me before I run out of money. That's not a good way to live in retirement. You want an income stream that's going to come in whether you live 10 years or 50 years in retirement. It comes in. That's interdependent. And you doctors and attorneys and CPAs, you guys are in a wonderful position to do this because I know you're making a lot of money. And it's sitting there in stocks, gold, silver, crypto, stagnating or going down. And you're frustrated. See, when you switch from speculating to investing, that all changes. When we invest in these passive deals, we're getting cash flow and appreciation, equity buildup, and of course, equity capture the day we buy it. If you don't understand equity capture, I'm going to brag about a deal a friend of mine did. She picked up a $23 million apartment complex for $15 million. Do you realize the moment she signed that document 
her net worth went up eight million. Eight million. If you'd have had a hundred hundred grand in her deal, assuming thirty percent down, your hundred grand was instantly worth three hundred grand. If you were a passive investor in her deal, the day it closed, if you had a hundred grand in the deal with her, your hundred grand was now worth three hundred grand. See, these are life changing numbers. How long did it take you to save up the hundred grand? Ten years, twenty years? And in one day it triples in value? And it hap this happens on a regular basis. It's not every day, but it's on a regular base, regular enough basis that we talk about it. In 2021, we picked up three, I think it was three, self-storage complexes. Nine months later, we sold them for a 90% rate of return for the passive investors. In nine months, that's the equivalent of a 120% rate of return. And what you want to do is go, well, how is my money doing? How are your stocks doing? Your gold and silver, your crypto. They're not performing like that, are they? Because they can't. That's not what they were designed to do. Real estate builds wealth more effectively and more consistently than any other vehicle out there. And I've been at this searching for 33 years. There is nothing that compares to real estate. It accounts for 70% of the millionaires in the United States. You ready for this? 90% of the millionaires worldwide used real estate to become millionaires. And so many of you don't even have any real estate in your portfolio. And no, REITs don't count. REITs, REITs are garbage. Um... Sorry to be so brutal, but it, they are. We sell to REITs all the time. They always overpay. They, <laughs> let's put it this way. If you buy an apartment complex, self-storage complex, senior living complex, and a REIT calls you, drop what you're doing and answer the phone because they are about to make you an offer way more than what you paid for it. I don't care if it's been one month after you buy it or one year after you buy it. They, they don't know what they're doing. What it is, there are a bunch of speculators that think real estate is buying low to sell high. If real estate prices are going up, they just assume that they're going to buy it and real estate will keep going up. It's just they are incompetent. I, of course, love them because they buy these, you know, 200 houses at a time and five years later they're selling them for 30% below what they paid for them. And I'm happy to oblige and buy them. And you should be too. Talking about Zillow and the like. So I'm talking about actually owning some real estate, being a man, being a woman, and stepping up and actually owning some real estate. Not a REIT, not a stock, owning some real estate. 
That's what the members of Total Wealth Academy are doing, and that's why you hear all these great case studies at our case study events. It's happening, and you should really have some real estate in your portfolio one way or the other. And I support you if you say, well, I'm going to just sample it. I'm going to go buy one little single-family house. It will change your life. It will change your life forever. When you get your first rent check in the mail and you, you walk into your wife or your husband and, and you're dumbfounded and you go, we just made $2,000. Our PITI is 1200 800 of that is ours to keep. It changes you because it's your first semi-passive income and you become interdependent eventually. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.